Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. that you have joined us this morning for the daily download. The scripture says that the Lord daily loads us with his benefits. I'm telling you, God does not skip a day. This day is jam-packed. It is loaded with the lessons and the blessings of God. And my heart and my mind are open to receive all the good that God has for me today. And I pray and hold the consciousness with you that you are open and receptive to divine unlimited ideas. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Thanks again for being a part of the Daily Download. Can you believe that we're in a brand new month? This is August, everyone. Yes, it is the month of August. We have stepped over into another month. We're midway through the summer, coming down the home stretch. Happy August, everyone. Uh, so glad that you're with us. Why not invite a family member? a friend, a neighbor, a co-worker, a classmate to watch the Daily Download live with you right here and right now. Uh, we thank you so much for sharing this message. I can't do it by myself. I need your help to get this message out. People all over the world need to, knew the, need to know the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Uh, so we've been dealing with fear, and we've been learning there's only two things that are operating uh, at any time, and that's either fear or love. And it's important for us to be conscious of what we're operating in and what is underneath of our thoughts. Is it love or is it fear? What's underneath of your words? Is it love or is it fear? What's underneath of your actions? Is it love or is it fear? Uh, I have been working with this idea of fear. And we've been releasing it together and letting it go so that we can be our best selves and live our best lives. We've been looking at various um, people in the scripture around the time of Jesus' birth, uh, his physical manifestation into the earth realm. We looked at fear as it related to Zechariah. Um, and fear uh, was making Zechariah think that his prayers uh, were not being answered and that his prayer was ineffective. Uh, so fear can affect your prayer life. Uh, we looked at uh, Mary yesterday, the mother of Jesus, and we looked how fear can affect your pregnancy. And today we're going to look at Joseph and how fear can affect your partnership. Now, originally I was doing this as one message, but you know I'm learning to spread it out and not to give too much information at one time. But if we were on P's, if you were looking at all three people with Zachariah and how fear affected his prayer life, with Mary and how Mary uh, fear um, impacted her pregnancy. And today we're going to look at Joseph and how fear affects partnerships. That's right. I said it. Fear affects partnerships. And we're looking at the gospel according to Matthew today, uh, chapter uh, number one um, and verses 21 to 25. I think it's 18 to 25 actually. Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 to 25 is our backdrop scripture. And so um, the angels already appeared to Mary. Uh, Mary is at this time pregnant and Joseph is dealing with his fear. 
Uh, Joseph is dealing with fear as it relates to partnership, fear as it relates to marriage, fear as it relates to being in a relationship with Mary. And our subject for today is don't let fear stop you from being married. Don't let fear uh, stop you from being in a relationship. Most people want to be in a relationship. Uh, most people desire to be in a relationship. They desire to have someone special in their lives, someone that they can share, with whom they can share their lives. You know, people enjoy the loving feeling, you know, being in love, getting to know someone, knowing that somebody cares about you, knowing that someone is there for you. And so Mary and Joseph have found this connection where they are, you know, deciding to build a life together. They're in love with each other. And then something happens. Uh, something, he finds out some information, uh, poorly point number one, um, that was out of the norm. Um, you, you don't date somebody and then find out that they're pregnant by somebody else. You know, that was out of the norm. And so, uh, pulling point number one is that when you're in relationships or when you're dating somebody, getting to know somebody, uh, moving from being single to being married, pay attention to those things that are out of the norm. Yes, notice the things that are out. What is it about this person that's out of the norm? What about this person is different from what you normally encounter? And so uh, Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant and that was out of the norm, that they haven't uh, been married, they haven't consummated that marriage, but yet she's pregnant. So this was out of the norm. And I believe that in every relationship, if there's something out of the norm that you're gonna have to deal with, either coming um, in the beginning of the relationship, going through the relationship, that something happens in the journey that's out of the norm. And why is it out of the norm? Because each one of us are individual expressions of the divine. Yes, we are unique, unrepeatable expressions of the divine. And so something in the relationship, something about the person is going to be out of the norm. So let's just put that on front street, that in every relationship there is something that is out of the norm. And that which is out of the norm is an opportunity for you to learn. It's an opportunity for you to grow. It's an opportunity for you to change. So Joseph had a choice to operate in love because he loved Mary or to operate in fear. And when that thing came up that was out of the norm, when that thing came up that was not expected, when that came up, what was he going to do? Was he going to allow fear to take over or was he going to allow love to take over? What do you do when things happen in your relationships that are out of the norm? Things that you were not expecting, things that you were not looking forward to. How do you deal with stuff out of the norm? You're in a relationship and y'all, your marriage is based on two incomes. And then somebody um, loses their job or there's a downsize and something out of the norm, something that you were not expecting happens. Do you allow that fear of economic um, decline? Do you allow that to set in? Or do you allow love to allow y'all to overcome whatever that challenge is? You know, you're going along and someone has a health challenge. You were not expecting that they were diagnosed with cancer. They had some type of physical challenge going on in their bodies. You know, when that comes up, this out of the norm, out of y'all normal pattern, how you see things, do you allow love to cause the two of you to overcome that? Or do you allow fear to come in and just totally destroy the relationship? And so our subject for today is don't let fear stop you from being married. Don't let fear break up your marriage. Don't let fear... 
cause you to be separated or divorced. Don't let fear have an impact on your relationship. When you make decisions about relationships, let it be out of love and not out of fear. What is the highest and the best for all parties concerned? Let it be out of love and not out of fear. All right? Pulley point number one is... Um, that something's going to happen out of the norm. Pulley point number two. Not only was this out of the norm, but this was something that Joseph had nothing. Pulley point number two. You're dealing with norms and you're dealing with nothing. Um, in words today, that she was pregnant with something that had nothing to do with him. I mean, he was not a part of the pregnancy. He was not a part of her becoming pregnant. Um... It was out of the norm, but it was something that he had nothing to do with. Normally in relationships, in healthy relationships, there's something in the person's life that has nothing to do with you. That's right. I said it. Let me say it. Norm, in normal, healthy relationships, there is something in the person's life that has nothing to do with you. Maybe it's a hobby that they enjoy that you don't share. Maybe it is um, a business venture or maybe it is an interest that they are into that you're not into. Or maybe it's something that you want to be into, <clears throat> excuse me, but they don't want you to be into it. That they desire for something to be between them and God or something between them that is apart from you. That they desire to have a life or some part or some aspect of their lives that is not totally wrapped up and entwined and enmeshed with you. Can you handle the person in relationship having something going on inside of them, something that they are a part of, something that they are excited about that has nothing to do with you, that you're not a part of it. Joseph was not Jesus's earthly father. You know, he became a stepfather later on, but in this initial pregnancy, it had nothing to do with Joseph. It had nothing to do with him. It was something between Mary and God. And many relationships suffer because uh, people are smothered. They can't breathe because the person is involved in everything and every aspect of their lives. And we choke the life out of the relationship by not allowing the person to have something that has nothing to do with us. It's okay if they have friends that they go out with and you don't go to. It's okay that they visit places or do things that are apart from you. And you all have to negotiate what that is and what that looks like. But there's going to be something in the relationship that has nothing to do with you. Because they're their own person. They have their own lives. They have their own goals, their own dreams, their own interests. And every part of that, you may not share it. And let me say that. That's a part of a healthy relationship where each person still has their own thing that may not have anything to do with the other person. And some of us, because of our insecurities, because of our fear, we think if the person has something going on that has nothing to do with us, and that means the person is going to leave us or the person is cheating on us, that somehow because of fear, we take that thing that has nothing to do with us and we turn it into this big, grand thing as if they're trying to leave us, as if they're going to abandon us or neglect us or being unfaithful to us. I desire for you to know the truth today. That is nothing but fear coming up where you got to constantly be making sure that you're intertwined in every aspect of their lives. It's okay if they have a part of their lives that you're not a part of. As long as it's not a secret, you know what that part is, but you choose 
consciously chooses a couple that this is something just for me. This is something that has nothing to do with you. All right? So I'm saying today the topic is do not let fear stop you from getting married. Do not let fear keep you single. Now, if you're just single because you desire to be single, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But make sure that your singleness is not out of fear. Fear of being hurt, fear of being neglected, fear of being abused, that you have some past experiences that uh, you have not healed from. So out of that fear of being hurt again, I don't want to be in a relationship. I just want to be single for the rest of my life. I don't want to deal with that. That's fear talking. Make sure it's love talking, that I'm satisfied with me, I love me, I enjoy my life. There are things that, other things that take up my time and attention that are my priority now. And, and you know, I don't see a relationship fitting in my life right now because of my love interest. I love other um, uh, people. I have other people that are more important than that special person would be. I have other things in my life that I'm more passionate about that's taking up my time, my talent, and my energy. And I choose not to devote that to a relationship at this time in my life or maybe for the rest of your life. That's okay. Everybody is not going to be married. Everybody is not going to be in a relationship. You got to be okay with you, but make sure that that's out of a love for God, out of a love for yourself, and not out of a fear of being hurt or disappointed. There are a lot of people that are single that say, I'm just not going to be in a relationship. I'm going to have friends with benefits because I don't want to be hurt. People cheating anyway, so I don't want nobody cheating on me, so I'm not going to be in a relationship. I'm going to just have friends with benefits. That's the new hot term today for people who are scared, for people who are afraid to be in a relationship, afraid of being hurt. You know, instead of being in a relationship, I'm going to just have friends with benefits. And that's nothing but fear talking. Uh, so make sure if you're making a choice not to be in relationship, that it's out of love, love for God, love for yourself, love for the other person, that I know that I'm not really ready for that now. But make sure that it's not out of fear. So pulling point number one is that in a, in a relationship, be prepared for things that happen out of the norm. Pulling point number two. Also be open in the relationship for the person to have something going on in their lives that has nothing to do with you. Pulley point number three. Another thing that is big in relationship is that the relationship is not just between the two people, but somebody's name is at stake. That's right, I said it. Your third end is the name. That Joseph was concerned about his reputation. He was concerned about his name. What people thought about him and his relationship with Mary. What people thought about him and his marriage to this woman who's pregnant and you don't have anything to do with it. So many times people's name is at stake. That what's going on in the relationship that makes it um, unhealthy or not satisfying or keeping the person in fear is what, is this, what are other people going to say about me? How is this going to affect my name if I date somebody of the same gender? How is this going to affect my name if I marry somebody from a different culture? How is this going to affect my name if I'm in love with somebody with, of a different religion? That people's names are also involved and what other people think about them and what other people feel about them and what other people's perception is of the other person has so much impact on people's decisions because of fear. I don't desire, I'm afraid that my family members, my friends, my neighbors, my co-workers, my classmates, what they're going to say about me if I'm with this person. So we allow the fear of other people's opinion. We allow the fear of our name 
seen, how we perceive, what people think and say about us to determine our love. And I'm saying today, I desire to free somebody from that. Don't allow your name, what other people have to say, what other people have to think, what other people feel about the person that you love. You know, and so the angel came. A divine physical manifestation came to Joseph and said, fear not to take Mary to be your wife. He was going to put away privately because of his name, because of his reputation. But the angel came and interrupted the pattern and said, fear not. To take Mary as your wife. You love this woman. You want to marry her. You desire to be with her. Do not allow fear to keep you from getting married. Do not allow fear to keep you from being saved. He said, go ahead and take Mary as your wife. That thing that is born in her is of the Holy Ghost. Which means this is a God thing. This is something that is God ordained. Yes, it's out of the norm. But go with love. Yes. It is something that has nothing to do with you, but go with love. And yes, it may affect your name. People are going to be talking about you, either that y'all had sex before you were married, or she was with somebody else, and you so stupid, and you so dumb to be with her. You know, but the angel said, fear not. Do not allow fear to dictate your decisions about your relationships. Do not allow the past, your fear of the unknown, your fear of being hurt, your fear of being abandoned. Do not allow fear to determine your love. Allow love to determine your love. Because perfect love casts out all fear. What's driving your relationship bus today? Is it love or is it fear? Point number one, can you deal with something in the relationship that's out of them? If you can't deal with that, the relationship is not going to last. Pulley point number two, can you deal with the person having something going on that has nothing to do with you? Pulley point number three, what's more important, your name, what other people think and say? If, what, what if I get back with this person? What are other people going to say? Are you going to allow your name to stop you from experiencing the love that you desire and you deserve? Let's let go of the fear. And let's operate in love. All right, I'm done. It's time to go forward into our prayer request. Now, you notice I've been wearing Alpha New Omega paraphernalia all week. Yes, you've been seeing the letters A and Q. You've been seeing me in blue and gold. Well, it's the 30th year of Alpha New Omega, my fraternity. And our convention is this week in Orlando. Yes, I'm going my way to Orlando. Um, I'll be there from... Wednesday to uh, Saturday, so you'll see an Orlando backdrop uh, moving forward for the next couple of days. So I'm excited. I give a shout out today to Alpha New Omega Fraternity Incorporated. All right, it's time for prayer list. It's time for us to go on. You, I know you're going to share this on your page today. Relationship stuff gets people talking. Share this with a family member, a friend. Remember, our goal is 500 views a day. Somebody's going through some relationship stuff. They're dealing with some stuff that's out of the norm. They're dealing with the person having something to do with, well, uh, with something that has nothing to do with them. And they're dealing with their name, what other people think and feel versus love. All right, let's go into our prayer request. Let's take a moment to center ourselves in the presence of God. Take a deep cleansing breath and remind ourselves of the truth that I am one with healing. I am one with health. I am one with prosperity. I am one with love. I am one with joy. I am one with peace. And I will not allow anything in this physical world 
to separate me from my oneness with health. I will not allow anything in the physical world to stop me from my oneness with wealth. I will not allow anything in the physical world to separate me from my oneness with harmony in all relationships. I am one with God. I am one with all life. I am one with the one. And it's in this consciousness of oneness that we pray today that you are one with your good. And we thank you, God, that we're one with the answer to what it is that we're praying about today. That we're one with the solution to the seeming problem. And so as we realize our oneness, our prayer is being answered right here and right now. We pray today for uh, Bishop Abenard Hector and Kingdom Covenant Ministries and Networks. We pray today for Overseer Julius Ford and Kingdom Assembly of Grace and Truth. We pray today for Overseer Samuel Harrison and Better Living Kingdom Ministries. We pray today with Bishop D. Walter Rogers and Kingdom's View Beyond Church. We pray today with Minister Kenneth Butler and Creative Touch Designs. We're praying today with Bishop Tito T. Saunders and the New Birth Fellowship Alliance. We are praying this morning. Yes, we are holding in the consciousness Unity Temple of Truth Church in St. Petersburg, Florida for spiritual, numerical, financial, and physical growth. We're praying this morning with today's church of Tampa and we're holding them in the highest consciousness of being the place where all the pieces of people's lives come together. We're praying today with, uh, with Pastor uh, Vince Mondin in the Faith Clinic. We're praying today with Valerie Knight Young and a Covenant United Methodist Church. We're praying with Reverend Burnett Jones and One God, One Thought Center for Better Living. We're praying with Reverend Sherry um, and Sh uh, Sherry James and Reverend Cherie Thompson with Up Church this morning. We are praying today. Yes, we're wrapping in light and love the Pulley family, uh, the, uh, the Robinson family. We are praying this morning and holding in the highest constant what it is that our prayer requests are. We're praying this morning with Reverend Don Sandin and Peggy Sandy. We're wrapping them in light and in love for comfort and for strength today. We're praying today with the Constant family, uh, with the Jean and the Edwidge family. We're praying with June Thomas this morning. We're praying with Angel Wings Ministry, the Universal Foundation for Better Living. We're praying with Pastor Stacy Kaysan, um, and New Hope uh, Fellowship Tabernacle Church. We're praying with Mother Bessie Taylor, the Gladden family, Nathaniel Green, uh, Roseanne Davis, Mother Roseanne Davis, Mother Bessie Taylor. We're praying this morning with Keisha Johnston. We're praying this morning. Yes, we are wrapping in light and in love, Donald Beasley. We're praying this morning and holding in the highest consciousness, the power, power, grace, fellowship in Victoria, Houston. We're praying this morning and knowing the truth, knowing that all is well. Hallelujah this morning. We know the truth today with Bishop Stacy Latimer and Love Alive International Sanctuary of Praise. With Bishop Samuel and Paulette Zimmerman, the, the House of God, the In Gathering. We're praying with Nareen Gaskin this morning. We're praying with Bootsy Leonard. Yes, we are praying today with uh, Deacon Laverne Hanley, with Mother Linda Johnson. We are praying today and knowing the truth with Vivian Miller. We're praying today. Thank you, God, for Winifred Stevens, for Renee uh, Denard Cole, for Henry and Loretta Gilstrap, 
We're praying with you this morning for, with Pearl Green. We're knowing the truth today, that there is no lack, there is no limitation. We're praying wholeness today, a state of being where there's nothing missing, nothing broken, and nothing out of place. We're praying with Minister Maria Watson and the um, prayer ministry. We're praying with Sam and Jessica, Sierra. We're praying this morning with Pamela Thomas. We're knowing the truth today with, with Keisha. Uh, we're thanking God for Diane Alexander, Ties That Bind, Outreach Ministry, for Icy, Trine, uh, Ali, uh, Webb. We're praying this morning. Thank you, God. We are knowing the truth that our prayers are being answered. And we're thanking God for Reverend Clarence Davis, for Wanda Lakins. We're praying this morning with Gary Pitts, Leroy, uh, Menley, Victoria, and Navarone Ingram. We are praying this morning. Yes, we are wrapping you in the healing light of God's love. Jose Vanderpool, the Baltimore City youth, all of our youth as they prepare to go back to school. We are praying this morning and knowing the truth with Sarah Minifield. We hold the conscience of your healing, your wholeness, and your perfection. We stand in the gap today and we make up the hedge for Pastor Charmaine uh, we, we pray with her today for Baltimore Ceasefire Organization, for Joseph Constant, for Lucille Lamb, Renee Kendrick, Marion and Willie uh, and Frank Walker this morning. We are praying with you today. Uh, Rochelle, uh, Rachel Butler, Major and Matthew King, we're praying this morning. Yes, we're knowing the truth today with Pastor Alex and Kim Thomas. We're praying this morning with Tiffany Burgess with Shirley and Jack Fletcher. We're praying with Ken and Sybil today. We're praying today with Tyler Bigelow, Taylor Bigelow this morning. We're praying with Denise Simon and knowing the truth today that all is well. There's only one power and one presence in all of the universe and that power and that presence is God. And that power and that presence is good. And it's in this conscience that we know our prayers are being answered. It is in this context that we're knowing the truth as we come boldly to the throne of grace. Thank you, God. We're praying this morning and knowing that all is well despite appearances, despite what things look like, what things sound like, what things feel like. We are praying the truth today and knowing that there is a divine order in the universe and everything and our lives, world, and affairs are flowing and functioning in that divine order. Thank you, God. We're praying this morning. Thank you, God. It is in the name and through the power and in the consciousness of Christ Jesus that it is so and so it is. Amen and amen. We thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. We thank you so much for opening up your hearts and your homes to us. You can give your prayer requests throughout the day because we know the truth that we are praying with you. This is our day of prayer. And as we pray throughout the day, we are knowing the truth with you. That you are not alone, but we are holding you in consciousness. And we give God the glory, the honor, and the praise. Knowing that our prayers are being answered right here and right now. It is in the name and through the power. And in the consciousness of Christ Jesus. That it is so. And so it is. Until tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. Remember that God is doing something wonderful in me and God is doing something wonderful in you. Yeah.
been listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.